I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric at home of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. Welcome back to The Big Douglas Show. Today, we will tackle the offense. Let's start with the most important position on the field, the quarterback. Let's just, let me just say this real quick before we get into this. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk recently about Alex Smith and the progress he's made, and I think we can all marvel at what really he's put in to make this happen. And I know that word came out that he passed his physical, uh, but he, and he got cleared. He didn't get cleared for contact, though. And that's why they put him on the pup list. So he can, they can keep an eye on him. He can still be working out with trainers. He can still be out on the field doing drills, seven on seven, uh, as, as I understand it. But a doctor is going to have to clear him for contact. And I don't see that ever happening. I just can't imagine that a doctor would put their professional reputation on the line to allow that man to go back on a football field. You imagine if that leg got snapped in half live on television. So let's, for the sake of our discussion, we'll just assume that he is not going to play again, particularly not for this organization. Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins, to me, are the two that will start out the year, the only two quarterbacks I think that will be on the roster going forward when week one hits, Dwayne Haskins and Kyle Allen. I know they traded a fifth-round pick, fifth or sixth, I think fifth, for Kyle Allen to Carolina. They like him. He was with the head coach and the offensive coordinator in Carolina last year. I understand that. They did bring him in to compete and push Dwayne Haskins. There's no doubt about that. If you think Dwayne hadn't been pushed by it, then you haven't watched him this offseason. He's down 15, 20 pounds. Looks great. 6'4", 220 now. Been out throwing to every wide receiver he can find. And while losing weight doesn't necessarily mean that you're good. So, yes, it's, it's about putting in the work. And now that, if he doesn't know the playbook, won't much matter. But the head coach was on the other day, one of these Zoom pressers, and said Dwayne's all in the playbook and really has gotten a whole lot of it down. So I would say Dwayne Haskins, starting quarterback, no no doubt about that. I actually think he's going to have a big year in limited duty last year. I think he's got 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns, and seven interceptions. If I remember that correctly, that's close. I mean, I think 4,500 yards, 4,000 yards is 25 touchdowns. I can see that. I definitely can see that, no doubt about that. Running backs, this, now we're getting somewhere. Here, to me, is one of the big position group competition battles at running back. I mean, you got Adrian Peterson, who you just, you got to respect AP. And I don't know how you get him off the field next year. Uh, but Darius Geis is healthy, and I understand he has not stayed healthy. I get that. But those are fluke, freak accidents, those injuries. Uh, so I would assume that Darius 
gets the start. Bryce Love is back. I think a lot of people probably forget that it would have been three years ago now that Bryce Love was at Stanford running all over the place and I think was fourth in the Heisman voting that year. Decided he wanted to go back for his senior year uh, and hurt himself. And I'm telling you, if Love had come out that year after that junior season, he'd have been a first-round draft pick. I'm, I'm sold on that. And, and Washington drafted him knowing it was going to take a year, at least a year, to get right. Now, he passed all of his physicals, and he's ready to go. Uh, don't be surprised if this guy isn't the starting running back by the time the year ends. He's got an extra gear that Geist doesn't have that Adrian Peter might, might have used to have, but he doesn't have that anymore. So, definitely, I could definitely see him ending the year as the starting running back. The other thing that will be interesting to see is they also drafted Antonio Gibson from Memphis. Six foot two twenty eight. I think he ran a four three five, and they're going to line him up all over the field. So I know he. They have said he will start out in the running back room, but Randy Jordan, the running back coach, did one of these Zoom. Also, I love that they're doing all these Zoom conferences that are with the coaches. It's really cool. He said they've also got him learning receiving routes. So I would think that you could definitely see a lot of two running backs on the field at the same time, say Darius Geis and Bryce Love, Darius Geis and Antonio Gibson. I could see where you've got Darius Geis, Bryce Love, and Antonio Gibson all out on the field at the same time in the gun where two running backs move into the, into the slot on each side running back stays out, you could have running back go all the way out into the formation at the end and have empty sets. You could have Steven Sims out there, move all the running backs out and run him around. So I know that they said they plan on running a ton out of shotgun. I think they were at 65% last year in Carolina. That's not going to change. That number may go up here. Uh, so... Peyton Barber was added in the offseason. So was J.D. McKissick. I know they like J.D. McKissick, too. There's a theme with the running backs that they're, they're bringing in now. They're guys that are gadget players. And by that, I mean guys that you can move all over the field and do different things with. They can catch the ball just as much as well as they can run the ball. That has certainly been a theme. So And they, and they are going to run the ball a lot this year, I'm sure, that. Uh, the new theme, this is what I think a lot of people have been pushing for. Don't be surprised, though, if this team throws to win or throws for the lead and runs to win, as the offensive coordinator said he likes to do. They're going to do a lot of early down throws, which I know should make a lot of fans excited because we didn't do nearly enough of that last year. Okay, let's get on to what I think is probably the second biggest quandary, and that's the tight end position. We've got Thaddeus Moss, who they got as an undrafted 
rookie this year out of LSU. Definitely making the team. Probably has a chance to get a lot of action very early. I mean, don't forget, he didn't have to come here, you know, as an undrafted free agent. They can sign. In fact, a lot. Of, that's why a lot of guys like to not be drafted in the seventh round because then you actually get to choose where you go. So he chose to come here, and I think he chose to come here because one, he knows that the offense likes to use a tight end, and that we don't have one. I mean, they picked up Richard Rodgers in the off season, but I bet he doesn't even make the team. Now, Jeremy Sprinkle's back, and I like Jer- Jeremy Sprinkle. I've always been high on Jeremy Sprinkle, and I think he's got something to him. And it hadn't panned out for him yet, and maybe that's just because he wasn't getting enough action in the right system. But I've always thought that he was good. 6'5", 255, a more than willing and capable blocker, and I think the hands are good enough. We've also got... Hale Henches from Alabama. I like that guy. He came on late last year. I think they saw a little something in him. We'll see what the new coaching staff thinks. That's the other thing that we have to always remember going into this is that the last coaching staff saw all these guys and had opinions. The new coaching staff is not familiar with these guys at all. So we don't really know what they think and who they like. So Hale Henches... And uh, I think it's going to make the team. Thaddeus Moss makes the team. Jeremy Sprinkle makes the team. Which means that Logan Thomas, I think, is going to have a hard time making the team. I know they're super high on him. And they brought him in to compete. But I just don't know. I mean, somebody's got to be the odd man out, right? Because I don't think they'll go in with more than... To the season with more than three tight ends on the roster. Uh, maybe Logan Thomas. Because Logan Thomas can play a little bit. I don't think people realize that when he came out of high school to go to Virginia Tech. He actually won as a tight end. Top tight end prospect in the state. One of the top tight end prospects in the country. And when he got there, he was so athletic. And they were in such a need for a quarterback. You know, They asked him and he took one for the team. You hate to have to say you took one for the team to play quarterback and get drafted in the NFL. But tight end really is where he belongs at, and he is athletically gifted. So we'll see. He hadn't been in the position very long um, because of that. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting one, that's for sure. All right, let's get on to the wide receivers. This is an interesting one, too, where you know the offense – is definitely, while the defense has studs all over the place, whatever the opposite of that is, is the Washington offense. (laughs) The wide receiver coach was on one of these Zooms today when they asked him about the depth, and he said, well, we've got, you know, one true ace in Terry McLaurin, and then we got a lot of depth. And it's unfortunate that they lost Kelvin Harmon a couple of weeks ago because I thought he was primed to be that number two receiver and ready for a big year. He tore the ACL and he's out for the year. So, Antonio Gandy-Golden, rookie out of Liberty, next on the clock. I think they will give him every opportunity to fight for that job. 
Now, he will have some competition there with fan favorite, my personal, one of my personal favorites, Cam Sims. 6'5", 215, got fairly good speed, can get up over people with that height, high point the ball. I think Cam Sims, number two receiver by the time Cam's done with. They brought in Dontrell Inman, a journeyman receiver. He's been all over the place. He's another tall guy. I forgot that he went to Virginia. But at 30, he's just there to help the room out, I think. Darvin Kidsey is back. People sleep on Darvin. That's a speedster. They got a lot of speed. That is one thing they've got. They got big receivers, fast receivers. And he's one of them. And I think he's ready for a six foot 180. He's ready to come out and have a decent year, I think. Uh, Trey Quinn, I think, is the odd man out. Boy, everybody loved Trey Quinn a couple years ago. I think he's going to have a hard time making the team because they've still got Steven Sims. And if you didn't get a chance to hear on the John Kime podcast that he had the receiver coach that Sims has been working out, Steven Sims Jr. has been working out with this summer. He says when you look at the feet of Steven Sims, they compare most closely to Antonio Brown. Uh, And while that is high praise, I've heard nothing but good things about Sims and how he has worked on his route running and hands this offseason. One more interesting one while we're on the receivers. This kid, Isaiah Wright, 6'2", 220. They got him from Temple. And he is apparently a special teams ace. He was the special teams player of the year at Temple. And kick, kickoff, punt returns. And real fast guy. So I would think that by the time it all shakes out. They also picked up Cody Latimer in the offseason. But he got put onto the commissioner's exempt list. He's had some some uh, legal trouble, and so I, I, I doubt he ends up even on the team, uh, much less make the team. He, he might have made the team. He, he actually is a pretty talented guy. So uh, just to wrap up the receiver position, Antonio Gandy-Golden, I think, will battle with Cam Sims to get that second spot, and then you'll get... Um, I think you're going to get a whole lot of Steven Sims. We all kind of saw what he did at the end of last year when they found a role for him in the slot, which is why I think Terry Quinn becomes a little less valuable. Uh, and I, But I think they'll also, they're going to move Sims outside, just like I think they're going to move McLaurin inside more this year. In fact, again, the receiver coach said to be, if he wants to be one of the best, he's going to have to learn to go in and out, work on his route running from the inside. So, they don't have a lot of stellar wide receivers. I think they've got a lot of good wide receivers. And we'll see how that plays out, whether that's detrimental or not. The other big, uh, it's, it's interesting when you take a look, we'll move on to the offensive line next. The offensive line is interesting because from the center to the right side, you're set. You know Chase Rouillet is coming back to play center. We know that the big nasty Brandon Sheriff will be back at right guard. 
and we know the big man from Virginia, Morgan Moses, will still be out at right tackle. I, I saw that Morgan Moses is down almost 30 pounds from 350 down to 320, which will be great because he looked a little slow last year. I think that's why he got so many of those false start penalties. He was always jumping to make up for the agility that I think he had lost by putting on some of the weight. Now, Morgan deserves a ton of credit because he posted every week last year. Like, I can't remember the last time he hasn't posted a game. So he deserves credit for that. He deserves more credit for working on his body this offseason and be ready to go. Brandon Scherf was interviewing, was talking to reporters yesterday. He said he's back to feeling fully healthy again. And a fully healthy Brandon Scherf is one of the best couple of guards in the league. And if he has him another all-pro year this year, uh, I would assume that they offer him a whole ton of money. He has stated repeatedly that he'd like to start and finish his career in Washington. And I can't imagine that they won't find some way to make that happen. So, really, it's just the left side of the line that becomes a quandary. And boy, is it. You got... No left tackle with the departure of Trent Williams and Donald Penn, who played all last year. And with Eric Flowers, who, by the way, Eric was great last year, and they made him a really nice offer. And he turned it down to go back to his hometown of Miami and play. You can't be mad at a man for that. But it still leaves us in a spot as what's going on. So let's start at tackle. Coaching staff has said, that they will give the third-round pick from three years ago, Jerron Christian, first crack at the job. 6'6", 315. He's still only 23 years old. I, I didn't realize he was still that young. You know, Jerron played the swing tackle spot last year that was vacated when Ty and Secchi left. And he was okay. He's been all right. Jerron Christian is a freak athlete with great movement skills for a big man. He needed to put on weight. He needed to bulk up the legs and thicken out the shoulders. Uh, because we're not able to see much of what's going on out there yet, we don't know. We don't know what he looks like, but this is a huge year for him because with the drafting of Sadiq Charles from LSU, he got put on notice real fast. And I frankly don't think that he has any chance of winning that job. That's just me. I think Sadiq Charles at 6'4", 320 is freaky. I saw a picture of him the other day. You should see that guy's legs. His calves are unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Uh, at any rate, that's, that's an aside. But I, that's it. Sadiq, Sadiq Charles, I think, will end up being the starter. I know there will be plenty of people that say with the shortened with no preseason and the shortened off-season schedule, that it'll be hard for him to get the playbook down. Again, everybody on that offensive line is going to be learning the same new playbook because they haven't had it before. They might have had some you know, resemblance of it, but Sadiq played in a pro-style system. I think he'll be fine. Next, we get over to the guard spot at right guard. Wes Martin. Uh... And Wes Schweitzer, the battle of the two Weses for, uh, just as an aside, they, they also picked up Timon Harris 
at tackle. And a lot of people are high on him. He is definitely still just a project, and I'm sure he'll be on the practice squad. They don't want to leave him off the list now. Uh, Wes Schweitzer, they picked up in the offseason from Atlanta. Uh, he's another one of these guys I think that just couldn't stay healthy. But he's a mover. He's a little underweighted guard at 300 pounds, um, but super strong. Uh, but I, my guess is that Wes Martin ends up winning that job. I mean, he didn't give up a sack the last year he was at Indiana. Uh, I don't even think he gave up a hurry. It's incredible. So that would be my guess. Cornelius Lucas is the backup at right tackle. Uh, and he may be able to play some of your swing tackle if, if Jerron wins the starting left tackle job. But uh, Wes Martin, I think, wins that job. That would be my guess. So the way too early offensive rundown for the team. I think Dwayne Haskins starts with Kyle Allen backing him up. Alex Smith stays on the putt list and eventually just probably gets IR'd before the season's done. Steven Montez was picked up, uh, and that's a, that's a uh, practice squad guy, young developmental quarterback. Darius Geis, Bryce Love, Adrian Peterson, and Antonio Gibson, I think, end up being the running backs that they keep. They picked up Peyton Barber and McKissick in the offseason. I don't think maybe McKissick can make it. Antonio Gandy-Golden, Dontrell Inman, Darvin Kidsey, Tara McLaurin, Cam Sims, and Steven Sims is how the receivers shake out. Jeremy Sprinkle, Thaddeus Moss, and Hale Henches is who ends up at the tight end spots. I think Sadiq Charles wins the tackles, but left tackles job. I think Wes Martin wins the left guard job. And of course, like we said, the the right side of the line is set. Coach pretty much told us that the other day in a Zoom call. So there we go. Just a quick breakdown of the offense. Way too early into camp. As always, thank you guys for checking me out. We'll see you next week.